and Googling and pulling and, and researching. I was getting all kinds of deliverance. I'm like, I got an independent spirit. And you know, sometimes we think we don't. Come on see, that's under the umbrella of pride. Yes, it is. And see, pride is an ugly spirit because it, 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 it manifests in so many ways we have no clue. We don't even know we don't know. Oh, but today we're going to find out about an independent spirit. Anybody want deliverance today? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm in agreement. See, an independent spirit is one that seeks self-glory, operates in conceit, which is excessive pride in oneself. And it is often in rebellion to the authority that has been established by God. And also, it hints against the word of God. So people with an independent spirit are barriers to the work of the kingdom and can destroy marriages, churches, families, and businesses. We need to constantly guard our hearts. How many of you know that the word of God says, guard our hearts with all diligence, for all out of it flows the issues of life. See, we need to continually guard our hearts against this evil spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to break the power of the independent spirit within us because it will drift us away from our destiny of God. Amen. Amen. Anything done without God is in vain. Come on. Unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain, according to Psalm 127.1. An independent spirit cannot be one with Christ. Why? Because independent means not depending on another's authority. Jesus Christ, the almighty God, must be our authority. How do we recognize an independent spirit? I'm going to tell you. Ready to hear it? I'm going to give you five ways to recognize an independent spirit. Number one, they are never operating in compliance. Complete disobedience, I mean, complete obedience to the word of God and do only what they feel is right. You see, as a messenger of God, Samuel instructs King Saul to destroy the Am 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 Amalekites and everything that belonged to them. Y'all remember the story? In 1 Samuel 15.3, now I'm going to read 1 Samuel 15. And the reason why I want to go ahead and read that is because you'll get the gist of it for those of you who don't know. But, okay, I guess I'm multi-juggling here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, God. I'm going to get my hip right here. Okay. First Samuel 15. I'm going to go ahead and read that quickly. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus said the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek, I'm like you, these words, these names, <laughs> did to Israel. How he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek 
and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not. Now listen to these instructions. But slay both man and women, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Saul gathered the people together and numbered them in Telam, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and lay wait in the valley. And Saul said unto the Canaanites, Go, depart, get you down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For ye skewed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So he's saying, you can go. Y'all are good to us. So I'm going to show you favor and let you go. So the Canaanites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul smocked the Amalekites from Havilah until thou comest to Shur, that is, over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive. Now you see that? He took him alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen, oxen and of the fatness and the lambs and all that was good. Now you remember the instructions, right? <laughs> and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repented me that I have to set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night, and when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and gone about, and passed on, and going down Gilgal. Now listen, what were the instructions? To kill everything. But that independent spirit, that independent spirit said, oh, no, 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 no. I ain't going to be able to do that. I'm going to go ahead and let the I got king, I got live. Oh, let me go ahead and get rid of all the bad things, but I'm going to keep the good oxygen, the good fatness and everything. I'm going to do an opposition of God's word. See, how many of us do that sometimes? God gives us instructions. You know what his word is, the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. Those are our daily instructions. But how many times God give you an assignment? I'll tell you to do something. And you said, oh, I think I'm going to do it like this. You, you tailor it your way. You know, I can vouch for that because I've done that many times. I'm telling you right here, I have to tell, I'm a sinner. Constantly God is working on me. And I thank him for bringing this lesson to me because I had much deliverance in studying. You see, <clears throat> amen. Thank you, Lord. See, Saul... As, you see, Saul was kept, uh, I'm sorry. However, Saul spares the king of the Amalekites and the best of the sheep, cattle, lambs, etc., and everything that was good. Saul was seeking the praise of his fellow men, then obeying God. How many of us are people pleasers? How many would rather please people and go against God? Because we want to be seen, we want to be liked, we want the promotion. We want, we want to belong. Every human need is a need to belong. But well, what are we belonging to? 
Thank you, Lord. He gives you the glory. Saul was seeking the praise of his fellow men in obeying God and allowed the independent spirit to take the better of him. What was that result? God rejects Saul as king. Mm. Now you see what that little stuff cost him? Mm. Sometimes a minor instruction, just the instruction from God, and we think like, well, oh, I shake our head. No, God didn't tell me to give that. Mm -mm. No, he, I'm not going over there. Oh, go talk to her. Oh, no, nah, if I talk to her, what's she going to say? What's she going to think about me? You know, sometimes we don't even know what we miss when we're being disobedient, yeah. when we're operating in that independent spirit. Hebrews 13, 17. Now, Saul received instructions from Samuel. He received instructions from God. But listen to what, what the word tells him to do. Obey your leaders and submit to them. For they are keeping watch over our souls as those who we have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning. For that would be of no advantage to you. We ought to obey those that are in authority. Whether we don't like them or not. Yeah. I've been with some haughty bosses, some mean and vindictive, but see, I realized today the battle don't belong to me. All right. If I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, they will have nothing to hold against me. Or the enemy will find nothing in common with me if I'm walking according to the way God wants me to. Am I responding the way he wants me to? Because we still got to respect him. Lord, I'm going to let you. And I'm going to say this real briefly. I remember a director was going against me, and I was... Um, getting all kind of praise from the company, employee of the state and everything and brought the numbers to where they had never been. And she was deliberately leaving me out of meetings. She was just being mean. And she's the one that came to me, pursued me and hired me. But then she turned on me. And I was in my office and I watched her call everybody to a meeting and left me in my office. And I, got, I left the office that day and I got in my car and I began to cry to God. I'm like, Lord, what have I done? I felt isolated. I felt defeated. Even though I know God is in control, doesn't mean we don't have feelings. And she, I felt abandoned, rejected, and everything. And I just felt the stillness of God. You know, what Psalm 4610 tells us, be still and know that I am God. And as I drove on that highway, I could just feel the presence of God, and I said, Okay, God, I'm going back. Because I had made up my mind I was not going back. Mm -hmm. The next day when I went back, I was sitting in my office working. I saw the top people from New York come down. And this lady ran from her other office. Do you know the big people are here today? And I'm looking, I told her, and? It's okay. You know, and then the next thing we looked, that director that was going against me was walking out with her box. Mm -hmm. They had literally fired her, but they put her on an administrative leave. So we all know what administrative leave means, right? So I don't know who I'm talking to. You got somebody coming up against you. You have someone even at work. That's not your battle. You just be who God has called you to be, and you let him fight that battle. His name is Jehovah Gabor, the God that contends with those that contend with us. So anybody coming up against you, God got your back. Just respond the way he would have you to respond, and he would fight that battle. Amen. Let's give him his glory. He's an awesome guy. I, you know, I love when we talk.
talking about God because did you know that every time and all the day when we've been praising him and talking about him, did you know that every time we mention his name that he writes it down? Yes. Yes, that book of remembrance. I want God to write my name down. I want him to remember what I said about him. I want him to remember that I praised him. I want him to remember that even in those hard situations that I gave him the glory. Even when I didn't even see a, a solution. He is the solution to every problem. So I'm telling you, I want him to write it down. Let me tell you what it says in Malachi 3.16. He said, and that, at that time, those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and he heard them. Let me, she was talking about gossip earlier, weren't you, Heather? Yes. The Lord hears our conversation. Yes, but when he hears mine, I want him to be jotting down. Oh, Sherry talked about me. Right. Oh, yeah. Sherry praised me. Look at my girl. Yeah. Got me on her mind. That's what I'm talking about. So he listened and he heard them. So a scroll of remembrance was written before him regarding those who feared the Lord and honored his name. But let me tell you what else he says. He said, they will be mine says the Lord of hosts, on the day when I prepare my treasured possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. So you will again distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. I don't know about you, but I want God to remember me for talking about him. For praising him, for lifting his name on high, for even thinking and at the mention of his name. Because when you release that name, the name above all names, when you walk in the authority that's found in the name of Jesus, you will recognize the authority you have, the power that's behind that name. Because anything that you tell, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you to go. It has to go. It has to obey. Every knee shall bow. It has to leave. Any unclean spirit has to go. Because when you command in the name and authority found in Jesus, hmm, the host of heaven got your back. They gotta go. Say, gotta go. In the name of Jesus. We serve a mighty God. Ooh. Number two. They are led. Independent spirits are led by fleshly motives. See, Gehazi, the servant of prophet Elijah, y'all remember Gehazi who walked closely with him? Yes. Ran after Naaman. Y'all remember what he did? He ran after Naaman to get something from him. Clearly in contrast to the nature of Elijah. See, let's go to chapter two, uh, uh, Second Kings chapter 5 right quick. Y'all right. help me keep up with the time, please, because I don't want to go over, but I want to get this done. Amen. Okay. Okay, chapter 5, verse 20. Said, um, yeah, 5, verse 20, I'm sorry. Okay. But Gehazi, the servant of Elijah, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman this Syrian, and not receiving at his hand that which he bought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. See, Elijah had turned down the payment for ministry. He had delivered, you know, if you know the story, Naaman had leprosy. Yes. And 
Naaman needed to get deliverance, so he initially went to the king, but the king couldn't do it. He said, am I God? Am I not God? So he couldn't do it. Uh -huh. But the prophet, Elijah, saw him when he tore his robe and knew that something was wrong. He said, send him to me. So when he sent Naaman to him, Naaman said, go, go, go dip seven times in the Jordan. Yeah. But you know, Nathan, I'm going to go brief him about his characteristics. He was proud. He was like, right. I'm paraphrasing. How dare him tell me to go uh -huh. dump, dip in the, right. the Jordan? <laughs> he didn't even come out to speak to me. He sent his right. servant uh -huh. to tell me. How dare him do that? Prideful. Yeah. Right, right. Sense of entitlement. Mm. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> but, but God. Oh, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Behold, my master has spared Naaman. We said that as Syrian is not receiving. He said, but I go somewhat and go after him. So verse 21 says, so Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him and said, it is well. It's all well. I'm sorry. Verse 22. And he said, all is well. My master has sent me saying, look at him lying. We talked about that last year this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, Behold, even now there, there become two men from Mount Ephraim, two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. Come on now. Now this is a man that walked closely with the prophet Elijah. Mm -hmm. Verse 23, And Naaman said, Be content. Take two talents, and he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garments and laid them upon two of his servants, and they bare them before him. Now, he needed help carrying that stuff back. Now, if that's not a spirit of greed, come on, that's a whole other lesson now. That's a lust spirit. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house, and he let them go, and they departed. But when he went in and stood before his master, and Elijah said with him, I want to say this before I finish that. So we, we can do some things and think we're getting away with it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do some things behind the scenes, but how many of you know that God sits high and he looks low? He yes. sees, he's omniscient. He sees every single thing. He knows what we're doing. Matter of fact, he knows what you're going to do before you do it. Right, right. So, and he said, Gehazi, and he said, they servant went nowhere. He asked Gehazi, where did you go? Mm -hmm. And he steady lying. Uh -huh. I ain't going nowhere. Oh, yeah. I ain't going nowhere. And he said unto him, went not mine heart with thee. Like, hey, you went. Was not my spirit with you? Right. Did not my almighty God, the one we've been joining with, be there with you and witness what you did? Whew. When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, it is a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants. And he said that his spirit had went with him. Verse 27, listen to what this cost him. See, make sure you consider the cost of any decision that you make. The leprosy, therefore, of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence as the leper, white as snow. Now, he got what Naaman had. But it said, it didn't just stop with him. 
It was sent to his generations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, how many know a lot of stuff that's going on with us today don't have nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the iniquities of our fathers. Yeah. The sins of our fathers. And that's right, why we right. pray, mm -hmm. we renounce and we repent them. Yes. You know, that decision, that one decision that he made, that Gehazi made, affected his whole family. Mm -hmm. And I mean, my God, that's scary. Yes. Yes, I've done some things in the past that I had to renounce for. And that drug addiction, you know, drugs don't do number 10 for you. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just take over you and just, it's their spirits. Yes. So I've done some things that I wasn't even happy about, but the Lord, how I many of you know the Lord restores? Yeah. He cleaned up real good. Yeah. And I just yeah. thank him for that. Yes. Thank you, Lord. So a man who walks so closely with God's anointed allowed the flesh to lead. Gehazi's end would have been very different had he not allowed the independent spirit to take over. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lay not into thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he will what? Direct your path. Hey man, listen to these Bible scholars. Don't you know? That's what I'm talking about. I know that word. I'm trying to get situated up here. I'm sorry about that. It's not staying. Okay. Number three, they wear a mask. Independent spirits wear a mask of spirituality. People with independent spirits often base themselves on their partial knowledge of scripture and sometimes make erroneous doctrines out of it. What they do or say may seem spiritual, but often it is not. Because it is not based on the solid foundation of the word of God. When they are tested, they crumble and fall. How many people know someone like that? Just raise your hand. I do too. You know, and I'm praying for them. And I, matter of fact, I used to be one of those persons. I knew a few words, I knew a few lines, and I knew John 3 16. Hello? <laughs> and I thought I knew everything. <laughs> Ephesians 6 11 says, Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Yeah. Therefore, 6.13, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. 1 Corinthians 15.58 Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Number three. Independent spirits, they are in rebellion to the authority and would do a lot of things without telling them. See, let's talk about Joab. Joab was one of Israel's greatest warriors and, and the right hand of King David. Y'all know Joab, right? However, there were many occasions where he displayed signs of an independent spirit. When David decided to make a peace treaty with Abner, I couldn't believe he did this, Joab was not very happy about it for, happy about it for his personal reasons, and he killed Abner. Now, David was trying to make a peace treaty, but he said, I ain't going to have you do that one. So he went forth and killed him, according to 2 Samuel, verse 3, chapter 3. Again, when David commanded his men to be gentle in the battle with his sons, Absalom, 2 Samuel 18, 5, Joab shows no mercy, and he kills Absalom. See, remember, David told Joab, don't kill Absalom, his son, that was contending against him. He, was, uh, he might be tripping with me. I know my, our kids can act up. I don't care whatever they do. We have an, a loving, unconditional love for them. 
but don't kill my baby, David said. But he killed him. So what happens to Joab? On the brink of death, David told Solomon to have Joab killed. Joab killed, citing Joab's past betrayals and the blood that he was guilty of. And for this, Solomon ordered his death by the hand of Benaiah in 1 Kings 2, 29-34. Number four. An independent spirit has a hardened heart which gives grounds for the independent spirit. A hardened heart is one that lacks spiritual perception, according to Mark 8, 17. And it is not able to see and hear the things of God. There may be various causes for this, like a continual living in sin, lack of word knowledge, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, deep hurt, and many more unclean spirits. Because one thing about that independent spirit, it don't like to be by itself. So it invites other spirits to come in like, come on in, bitterness. Come on in, unforgiveness. Come on in, anger. Come on in, lust. It invites all type of spirits. And pride. <laughs> That's the umbrella. It invites all those other spirits to come join you. And then that person is even more hard. Their heart is more hardened and they're more lost. Mark 8, 16 through 19 says, And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Now, wait a minute. Now, Jesus telling them, Now, why are you over there talking about what you don't have when you don't watch me? Mm. Feed 5,000 mm. with two loaves. See, I don't know about y'all. I used to wish that I was back there and back then and walking with Jesus, being right there, seeing everything. Sometimes mm -hmm. I, I wish he was right here. That, I mean, even though he is, his spirit is, man, if I had seen all of that, think about it. But is it really true? No. No, because people tell God all the time, well, if you do this, show me this and show me that. <laughs> and they still don't believe. But... A hardened heart is the perfect breeding ground for an independent spirit. So why, let me get back to this one, do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes do you not see? And having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke those five loaves for the 5,000? How many baskets full of fragments did you take? They was right there with him. I am so grateful today for the Holy Spirit Amen. that convicts us Amen. and teaches us and guides us Amen. and orders our steps Amen. towards the perfect will of God. Amen. Yes. Amen. Okay, I've got one more and it's missing. Thank you, Jesus. right now for your grace and your mercy. We just thank you, Lord God. We bind up every unclean spirit that is trying to prevent the truth, Lord, from being told. We thank you right now. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it was four. I'm sorry. One way that we can prevent our hearts from getting hardened is by always reminding ourselves of the works of God. Look at the Psalms of David. He always found courage and strength when he reminded himself 
of the goodness of God. See, Psalm 25, 8 says that God, good and upright is the Lord. Psalm 23 and 6 says that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 145 and 9, the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are all over his works. See, the Psalms are like the balm of Gilead. You know the healing medicine. When you put the balm of Gilead right now in the name of Jesus, I release the balm of Gilead upon each and every person, each and every infirmity, each and every sickness, each and, each and every disease in the name of Jesus. I bind up every unclean spirit in the name of Jesus. I bind the strong man. Any strong man other than Jesus Christ, I bind you right now in the name of Jesus. We serve a mighty God. Mighty God. Ooh, Lord, thank you. So in conclusion, let us remember that an independent spirit does not stand alone. We talk about the other unclean spirits that get invited in. So we're going to pray a prayer. You don't have to say it. Because sometimes we don't even know we don't know. But just pray this prayer. And then I have one prayer like them. They prayed early and I really thank them. They just really did an awesome job. Let's give them a hand again because that was amazing. That was just what I needed. Amen. So say, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I renounce the independent spirit. I renounce the independent spirit. Please break the independent spirit within me. Please break the independent spirit within me. Amen. Amen. I stand in agreement with you. See, listen, as we're sitting here, as we continue to praise God, as we continue to seek him for our deliverance, see, God is a true healer. His name is Jehovah Rapha. He is the one we need to go to before medicine. He's the one we need to go to before the doctors. Uh-huh. And not to say the doctors are not here for a reason, but God wants to be the yes. first one you go yes. to yes. when there's something going on. Yes. Go to him first and say, Lord, help me to understand. Am I sick because there's a legal right? Am I sick because I have and harboring unforgiveness? Am I sick because bitterness and anger? Lord, show me why my back is hurting. Show me, God, while I feel congested all the time and while I have diabetes, sickness, disease. Is it generational? Come on, let me tell you something. The healing name is Jehovah Rapha. And when we seek him, he will show us. So I'm going to pray a prayer right quick and then I'm going to come. Do y'all mind praying with me? It may be a little. We're going to break some curses. Father God, I come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for giving us all power and all authority over all unclean spirits, Father. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, Father. We cover all our family members in the blood of Jesus, Father. We thank you for your giant warring angels that are surrounding us, protecting us from all harm of the enemy. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take our authority and attack from the third heaven, Father. And we bind the strong men over our minds, our will, emotions, and over our homes, God, in Jesus' name. Father, we command each and every unclean spirit to leave these areas now in Jesus' name. We bind up every unclean spirit that was sent to us, transferred to us, or followed us, and we command you to come out of our conscious, subconscious, and our unconscious mind and all parts of the body, will, emotions, and personality in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I know we did a prayer, but we're going to do a brief one right quick. Confess. We're going to confess right now. Confess. Sins then renounce pride, rebellion, and self-centeredness. 
So repeat after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus. I believe that Jesus died on the cross. I believe that Jesus died on the cross. To take my sins and rose again. And rose again from the dead. I confess all my sins and repent. I confess all my sins and repent. Vengeance belongs to you, God. Vengeance belongs to you, God. Not me. Not me. I forgive everyone who has hurt me. I forgive everyone who has hurt me. And pray for their souls. And pray for their souls. Because they don't know what they have done to me. In Jesus' name. I transfer all pain and betrayal. Rejection and abuse. Trauma and shame. Trauma and shame. Guilt and abandonment. To the cross of Jesus Christ. I let go of all anger. Resentment and hatred. Thoughts of revenge. And every malicious thought. Father, as I forgive them. Please forgive me. I know that pride is an abomination to you. I renounce pride. Rebellion. Disobedience. Stubbornness. And self-centeredness. I humble myself. And come to you. As a little child. And ask for forgiveness. And deliverance. In Jesus' name. Now I'm going to break some curses off of you and you just say amen and when I finish. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break and loose each and every person here, their families, from all curses caused by habits, charms, hexes, spells, jinxes, psychic powers, sorcery, witchcraft, love, potions, psychic prayers, violence, trauma, physical bondages, mental bondages, incest, illegitimacy, abandonment, rejection, and divination in the family on the mother and the father's side going all the way back to Adam and Eve. Say amen. Amen. I break and loose each and every person in here and their families from any vows that they have made, from any person or any occult or psychic sources and any demons coming through the bloodlines. In the name of Jesus, I counsel on their behalf and as they stand in agreement, all invitations made to unclean spirits. Say amen. Amen. Father, I break and renounce on their behalf all evil soul ties that they have ever had with lodges, fraternities, sexual partners, close friends, relatives, engagements, cults, occult objects, dolls, figurines, junk food, cigarettes, drugs, movies, anime, TV shows, computer games, gambling, porn, masturbation, fornication, and secular music. We renounce, they renounce all these ties and declare them destroyed in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus on their behalf, they renounce, break, and loose themselves and their family from all other religions, especially Roman Catholicism, Hinduism, Islam, Buddhism, Mormonism, Jehovah Witness, New Age, Atheism, and other religions. They also renounce unbelief, doubt, lies, fear, hatred, and anger. We bind and cast out all related spirits. Say amen. Amen. They renounce, break, and loose themselves from all demonic subjection to their parents or any human being, living or dead, who has dominated them in any way against the will of God. Thank you, Father, for setting them free. Amen. Amen. Now repeat after me. Through the blood of Jesus, we are redeemed out of the hand of the devil, and all our sins are forgiven. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. We are justified and made righteous. We are justified and made 
just as we never sinned. We are set apart for God. Our God is the temple for the Holy. Our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. Redeemed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. We belong to Jesus now. Body, soul, and spirit. His blood protects us from all against all evil. Satan has no more power over us. No more place inside of us. We renounce all evil spirits completely. And declare, and declare them to be our enemies. Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. According to Mark 16 and 17. Say, I am a believer. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I exercise my authority and expel all evil spirits. I command them to leave. According to the word of God. And in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I'm going to pray this prayer and we're going to close. Father in heaven, please send your Holy Spirit to fill us up in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for legions upon legions of angels from heaven in the name of Jesus to station around us. Angels of the Lord and Jesus command attack every unclean spirit in Jesus' name. We bind the principalities, the powers, the rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, and all the strong demons in the name of Jesus. We command all demons not to transfer, to go exactly where Jesus wants you to go and do not come back. We cancel all demonic assignments on every person here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. That concludes my teaching today. An independent spirit. Amen. 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 Let's give our minister Sherry Banks some love. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Minister we have did big time deliverance, huh? Oh, yeah. Big time deliverance. Could you repeat after me? I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you. I am. I am a child of God. A child of God. You're replacing everything that's been snatched out, pulled out, tore out. You know. So we've been to replace in that space. So close your eyes and 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 see that infusion, okay? And that's how I was taught this. I'm sorry, my people taught me this. Uh, repeat after me. I am redeemed from the enemy. I am redeemed from the enemy. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. I'm saved by grace. I'm saved by grace. I'm sanctified. I'm sanctified. Set apart. Set apart. For God. For God. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm led by the Spirit of God. I'm led by the Spirit of God. I'm full of the Spirit of God. I'm full of the Spirit of God. I'm cared for by Jesus. I'm cared for by Jesus. I'm an heir of God. I'm an heir of God. And I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. And I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I'm saved by Jesus Christ. I'm saved by Jesus Christ. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm full of wisdom and might. I'm full of wisdom and might. Knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. I have the spirit of the living God. I have the spirit of the living God. Can't you 
feel yourself getting full, 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 full. Come on, full, full, full. See it, see, see him overwhelming you. I'm baptized by the Spirit of God. I'm baptized by the Spirit of God. I'm a friend of God. I'm a friend of God. I'm his beloved. I'm his beloved. Close your eyes. He delight in me. He delights in me. He loves me with an everlasting love. He loves me with an everlasting love. He's with me. He's with me. He's more than the world against me. He's more than the world against me. I am the head. I am the head. And I'm not the tail. And I'm not the tail. I'm above. I'm above. And not beneath. I'm victorious. I am victorious. And everywhere my feet try. And everywhere my there's great success. There's great success. Yeah. So you can't get the lift and not get replenished. You hear what I'm saying? So you're going to go do deliverance at home, at home. It's, deliverance is a, the children's bread. It happens every day. It happens all day. If you want to be delivered, it's all the time. It's all the time, right? But you get contaminated when you go around the world and the people are in the world and you, you know, they transfer spirits and you got to go home and, and cast that devil out. But then you got to replenish. He said he was going to exchange. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And he's going to do some exchanging. For heaviness. He's going to give you garments of praise. So that's what I was taught. That's what my, my, my mentor back there taught me. Don't never get delivered. And don't get replenished. So, I mean, we, we went through some big deliverance today. I don't know about you, but I was, whoa. And so now I'm full of God. On behalf of Hepziva on, Online Evangelistic Ministries, affectionately known as Home, we want to thank you, Minister Sherry Banks, Pe People's Banks. <laughs> Now, I, I feel like I would be a miss um, for the Lord after having heard the minister share on independent spirit if I don't assume that everyone here is not operating and knowing that God is their father. So if there's anyone among us, not to shame anyone, that you feel that today is the day that you want to stop being independent and you want to become dependent, on none other than the Father God Almighty. I'm just going to ask you to just lift your hand up and give you the opportunity to just to be attached to the Lord. As the Lord says, if you don't be ashamed of me before men, then I won't be ashamed of you before my Father. Or if you've been operating as, as the Ask God Ministries, you know, said earlier, if we're operating in unforgiveness and we have trauma and we're operating in any spirit other than that of love, and forgiveness, then maybe we need to rededicate our lives because the pursuit of happiness is what we all want, and that's to be attached to God. Is there anyone here that needs to rededicate? Well, then we're all in the right place. So it is now offering time. Yes. If you'll look inside of your colored folders, there are envelopes. Um, address the Hepzibah Online Ministries. 
And I hope that your spirit is full and your heart has been fed as the Lord has poured out on you. And in order for this ministry to operate in the excellence that the Lord would have it to help hurting women, we're going to ask that you sow a seed, an Ephesians 3.20 seed, above what you would ask or think for the Lord. And we're just going to pass. We have some music on the play for someone. Okay. We're just going to turn on some music and just let you pass the, the bowl down. Release your sound in here. There's beauty in my brokenness. I've got true love instead of Yes, you give me 